One of the best ways to get to know a community is by learning about who's in it. In the Cream City, residents and visitors alike are getting a reintroduction of sorts to Milwaukee's historic King Drive bid. It's home to Bronzeville, listed by the New York Times and National Geographic as a top place to visit. America's Black Holocaust Museum is also one of several businesses that opened in the area last year. And thanks to bid leadership and a common council-approved border expansion in 2020, the bid will soon welcome the new Milwaukee Public Museum. There's a lot happening here. So to help highlight this, the bid launched a new campaign called King Drive Is. I sat down with the bid's executive director, Ray Hill, to learn more about the project and the community. When you walk through the bid, mm -hmm. what do you see? Mm -hmm. When you walk through the neighborhoods and you see all the businesses, like, what do you see? What do you feel? Yeah, I, um, I feel those are two very different answers and I feel um, a level of opportunity. Um, I also feel inspired. Um, there's also this sense of nostalgia there, too, just because I have memories of like a kid, you know, being in certain areas of the bid. Um, but I also see the vision of uh, the resurgence, you know, of it coming back to life, um, not necessarily exactly the same, but very close to a high level of, of vibrancy um, that really elevates and preserves culture. Um, it's just it's it's almost like it's in the it's in the building structure, right? When you look at the buildings, it's in a the lot bones. Of, yeah, it's yeah. in the bones, and mm -hmm. you can't you can't wipe it away. Um, and I think that's what makes it so authentic. Mm -hmm. And it's it's less of a geographical location, but more of an energy. And so you feel that energy um, walking through. Now, I, I don't want to age you or anything, but your first memories of just being in the bid, I, did you grow up there or did you just no, always know about so it because it's part of Milwaukee? Two things. So my grandfather, um, back in the 50s, had a restaurant at the time. Of course, when you're young, um, you don't know that your grandparents are just paw paw right like exactly. it's like it's just like okay but, but I knew he was yeah <laughs> he was like a whole a whole thing so right. um he I remember him taking me and my brother to the Clinton Rose Center which is also in the bid um and he played Santa during the holiday times and so I remember sitting on his lap and him like don't don't blow my cover like <laughs> you know and me acting like I'm telling him what I want but just seeing that engagement as a kid in the 90s at the time and kind of being around these people and he was like a whole you know he was a legend to them um, but he was just grandpa to me so those memories that I have like going specific places with him mm -hmm. and spending time with him um, those are the ones that I have specifically around King Drive. So for for some people the bid just means business mm -hmm. and a place to you know buy sell things like that but for you it's family yeah that's what that brings back yeah. to you is that why you joined you know that was one of the the biggest reasons um I also felt like um there was a level of opportunity that I I felt I brought to the area um being from you know the millennial generation um as well as um having a a background in um, development and real estate and then also having just a love and um, affinity for people. Yeah. Um, I just felt like it, it just, it just felt right. 
what's your temperature of the bid now? Mm-hmm. Uh, where does it stand like in the eyes of Milwaukee or compared to other bids or just now? Where where does it stand in your eyes? Yeah, it's it's in a space where I think it's um, an an elevated area um, that gets a lot of attention. There's a lot of things happening. Um, and comparatively, I think because of its uniqueness, um, it is not it's not downtown. Right. So it's not like oozing. of Right. You know, a, a it's t- not far from downtown. No, it's not. And so that's the benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what uh, elevates it more. But it still has a very large cultural um, anchor. And so I think um, that really sets it apart from a lot of other um, neighborhoods in Milwaukee, which I love, by the way. Um, Milwaukee in itself is just a dope city, but um, this is just a great opportunity to um, to really showcase us in a dignified way where a lot of, you know, traditionally primarily African-American neighborhoods or commercial corridors look blighted and they mm-hmm. look distressed mm-hmm. and they don't look safe. And so um, this is a great opportunity uh, for the city of Milwaukee to kind of show the gateway of the black community. So the bid this year um, has actually welcomed three, at least three new businesses. Uh, that's uh, Pepper Pot. Then you have the America's Black Holocaust Museum mm-hmm. and you have Honey Bee Sage. Mm-hmm. Talk about what this means yeah. for the bid. There's actually another one too, uh, Spin MKE, yes. the Psycho Boutique. And Spin, um, yeah, correct, correct. And I think um, I would have, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the work that happens. And I think anytime you're dealing with any anything that um, is birthed you know, organically, it just takes time. So it's a collective effort that I think has been going on for a while. Um, But this also is an example of just the resilience and the work that people have. Like, you know, Dwight Jackson, which is the owner of Pepper Pot, um, started off at a whole different location um, in the bid. The building uh, caught fire, right? And so having to readjust and uh, see his vision differently, but still carry it out, um, you know, same thing with Angela, who originally started out in uh, Charmin Phoenix and opened her first location on Lisbon Avenue and then kept her location and scaled up and opened her second location, which also welcomes a whole vibe um, at Honey Bee Sage and Apothecary. Um, and just to see it and to see the, the ups and downs, right, because it's not sweet. You know, mm-hmm. entrepreneurship is. Yeah. It's a thing. It's and, a challenge, And, yeah. you know, we love to see ribbon cuttings and balloons and, you know, grand openings. But the, the work that goes in it before it, we try to steward and, and, and advocate to continue it as well. So we want to see people not only at the finish line, but like stable where they're there for years to come. What's the attraction or the appeal for these businesses to come to the King Drive bid? I think it is a combination. I think it's a combination of infrastructure. So we just have um, the the historical character um, and buildings in the location. It's adjacent to downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, the accessibility is there. And then I think it's also um, that community feel. So there's other smaller local businesses. And I hate saying small because nothing about none of the business is small. But the local businesses that aren't necessarily franchised, it, it feels like home. It doesn't feel yeah. like they're being swallowed by a strip mall or, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so I think that's really um, a major piece in, in when people select to come to the district. And you guys kicked off the King Drive Is mm-hmm. initiative uh, back in November. Yep. Uh, and 
it's the first video is you walking through the bed. You know, <laughs> you know? I had to be coached. <laughs> so, I know, isn't that crazy? Like you think it's just so natural. I do this all the time, yeah. but as soon as that camera's on, yeah, wait, like, how, how do I do this? Yeah, am I walking too hard? Am I walking too fast? <laughs> am I smiling? Oh, am I looking mean? Yeah, I had to be coached, but yeah. Well, in that, I mean, great job walking. Thank so you. kudos to you. Woo-woo. But the, the, the campaign itself, um, it's evolved from that to featuring those business owners from mm-hmm. diverse backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, explain what the goal is and why you all decided to launch King Drive Is. Yeah, so we have a social media consultant um, by the name of uh, Deja Smith um, from 25th Hour, which is another um, African-American-owned business, um, who said, hey, we've been hearing a lot about people wanting to kind of share their story, like how long they've been here, um, that they're here. And it's a really uh, easy way to broadcast and promote who's here. Because I think the ha- the thing is, is that King Drive is such a, a fast thoroughfare and people are typically using it to get from one end to another. Right. And so it, it doesn't always lend the opportunity for you to know exactly what's in the area. And so I think um, her idea um, came from let's really elevate and show who's here. And, um, and it just kind of took off. And so we were a little concerned, like who would be interested? You know, a lot of people are, but a lot of people were willing. Um, one of the things that I wanted to make sure that we did highlight was the diversity, not only in race, um, but, uh, intergenerational, Mm -hmm. how long these businesses have been here, um, whether they were new or have been here for two generations. Um, and so I think that's what makes it really unique. Um, and it, and the focus was to also, you know, connect people to the businesses, right? So often we may even see um, promotions or things online and you don't know who who's behind that exactly. brand. Right. And so that was an opportunity for people to share um, just quickly, you know, 30 seconds of who they are, what their business is, how long they've been in the area yeah. and to see them. A little bit of transparency. Yeah. There. yeah. Or I guess a lot of transparency. Yeah. <laughs> um, but why now? Like, why do you think that this idea is working now? Yeah. Um, and why did you, I know you just came on, so yeah. maybe, you know, your energy <laughs> along with Asia's is helping out, but what is going to make this work now? I think people, I think one thing that the um, pandemic shutdown um, taught us was that time is not owned, right, but given. And I right. think um, when we are afforded a, another day, um, we have an opportunity to really share the gifts that we have, um, whether that's time, talent or treasure. And this time, I think people really want to be connected, um, not only to what they have and what they're doing, but others. And so this also shows a lot of connection between um, this four miles that looks very different from north to south. And so um, I think now people are like, yeah, that's there. That's me. Yes. That's, you know, my dad started this or, yeah, this came from an idea from me in my kitchen or, you know, I was taking this class or I was sitting in a cubicle and I said, I can't do this no more. And so I decided to start my business. People are really connecting uh, what they're doing uh, with their purpose and sharing it. And I think the point of it is to also be an inspiration for others as well, whether they're in the bid, the King Drive bid or anywhere else. Because trying to get a gauge of like what all is in the bid. You That's know, the you, thing we have. And it, four you know, miles. Like, oh, what, my what, gosh. What all have you fit into that that four miles? My gosh. Dance studio, cycle studio, you know, multiple restaurants, a um, 
refrigeration company. Um, <laughs> Which is great, but also random. <laughs> yes, very much, right? <laughs> um, a hardware store, uh, florist. Um, I mean, that alone, when you think about the just the diversity of businesses, it's like, what? Yeah, all of that is within four miles. You can literally learn how to dance or exercise, get something to eat, have a drink. <laughs> like you can do it all. And that's like kind of the point, right? You know, right. is to really, you know, share share what's there. And, and when we talk about what is there, we also need to talk about what also is coming. Like there's two mm-hmm. major developments. Um, you have the Thrive On yeah. collaboration that that's happening. And then also the Milwaukee Public Museum mm-hmm. is moving into the bid too. Yeah, Let's talk about that because that's huge scale. And yeah. when you want to talk about diversity and bringing visitors in and, and showing them that, you know, the King Drive bid, this it's, it's, it's more than maybe what they think. It's more than what they know. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about the impact of that. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the best thing about the bid is that our work is um, primarily connected to others, right? So we're only as successful as um, our our community, our business communities, our properties are as well. And so um, with projects, and I have to call it a project because it doesn't exist right now, but or it does, but just in a different area. So the museum... Um, and just to see even the renderings of what that will look like changes the face of downtown and that entry point mm-hmm. um, to the bid. Um, but it also lends a um, global, another global eye um, to the area, which is it's already been, you know, uh, designated or recognized, right, by the New York Times, um, as well as the National Geographic. But it really gives people an, a boots on the ground experience where they they come to the museum. And if they want um, that level of um, history, they can also go to the Black Holocaust Museum less than a mile away and get additional history and culture. Um, and then if they want to, you know, experience um some Jamaican food, they could do that too. Um, so the level is to really just try to keep people in the district as long as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, by doing that, we have to support the other businesses that are around it. So when they leave, you know, the attraction, they're able to um, continue to stay. And so... And, and with Thrive On, I mean, well, both of these are multi-million dollar mm-hmm. projects, but with Thrive On specifically, uh, this is just like a mixed-use development project yeah. I mean there's health there there's you know things for families mm-hmm. there's just so many so many things under that one project yeah how did you all get them to the bid or was this something that they had their eyes on because the medical college is also a part of this yeah I think this was a part of um, their internal strategy to really bring a lot of um, attention and awareness uh, based around social determinants of health and how to advance the community from within right um, and not from the outside and one thing that I think isn't shared enough is um, you know the the fact that the real estate developer so the person who's responsible for building building the actual infrastructure is is uh, African-American, right? And so when people are talking or having those conversations about gentrification on the residential side, at least I can say on the commercial side, I can list several African-American business owners in the district. Um, and so that is, a, a for me, a celebration. Um, but also I think their approach of being thoughtful um, and really building a strategy around their community engagement um, whether that's, you know, Howyer Park or Harambe um, has been um, really unique because I think they're taking their time to do that um, and their willingness to want to share and 
um, you know, be more a, a neighbor, right? Mm-hmm, and that's, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to do that in this day and age. And it was really hard to do that when mostly everything is remote. But they've done really good good job of trying to collect and convene people and mm-hmm. they know it's not hey it's not just us coming to the neighborhood and look what we did it's right hey we're here this is what you know we would like to bring this is what what would you like to see and they've done a number of listening sessions community meetings mm-hmm. office hours to help engage people in that way too and, and going off of that just with the bid as a whole uh, you talked about um, the residential side versus the commercial side mm-hmm. with the work that you're doing to attract people to make sure that folks know about the bid um how will all these new businesses, how will all the old businesses, how will the King Drive is project, how do you hope that impacts like the families yeah. there yeah. and the, the generational knowledge that they pass on, you know, the memories that you mm-hmm. have with your family? How do you, how do you hope your work and what you're bringing in impacts long term? Yeah, that's a really great and deep question. Um, and I think I can attribute that to when I started um, of course, when you start something, your momentum is high. So you're like, I'm going to do this. Right. I'm going to do that. I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, OK. And then, you know, 30 days in, you're like, oh, OK. Um, and but one of the biggest assets that I found was like people who didn't have a title or they weren't part of an organization talking to some of the greatest neighbors who have been there and they mm-hmm. knew the history. Mm-hmm. Um, but to get the history of the transition and some of the history is not all good. Right. Yeah. Um, some of it is. Yeah, this is what we had to go through um, and or this was happening um, even when and I love this story when Alder Woman talks about um, when the Dollar Tree was supposed to be on King and North Avenue. And, and this is Alder Woman Cox. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, advocated with uh, a couple of community members as well. And they they wanted a grocer. And so Pete's Fruit Market um, was a result of that. And so to hear that, right, that wasn't too long ago. That mm-hmm. wasn't, you know, and so to really stay connected to sharing the stories and the history, um, regardless of if it's good, bad or indifferent, is still being shared. But that intergenerational connection is key. And you can't just rely on, you know, your institution partners or your companies to you know, give you that knowledge is some of that is just sitting around the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hearing um, what some of the neighbors have to say. Getting back to King Drive is mm-hmm. what are your long term and your short term goals? Well, you know, I am. um dang, I what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> Yes, give me the give me two versions. What I'm supposed to say is we're going through a strategic framework and we're going through strategic planning and we're trying to align the next three years for, you know, our future goals and how that fits in with the the development. Right. Um, But I think immediately is that we want people to know that we're here um, and that there's a lot of us here Um, and us, meaning, you know, everything from, you know, your small business owner to your, you know, entrepreneur that doesn't have a brick and mortar space, but does a lot of work in the area. Um, just that, that sense. Um, also want to want people to know that, um, we are not what, uh, you would think, right. To lose the assumptions, come, come experience it for yourself. Um, long-term, I would love for it to be a, um, a real big example of how, um, transformative neighborhoods. And I use that term with the sense of, economic prosperity, vitality, um, 
in a commercial corridor, meaning that people, their neighborhood, where it makes up of a library, a school, a grocery store, places to shop, um, are all reflective of the neighborhood that it surrounds. And so that is the big long-term goal um, without having to sacrifice um, the culture that it's a part of. 